Good evening, everyone. Gordy Kostfeld here at the Faribault Ice Arena. The Faribault Falcon Pep Band is here tonight. As the Faribault Falcons take on the Elberty Tigers in Big Nine Conference Boys Hockey Action. The Zamboni's doing its thing, getting the ice prepped for tonight's game. Our broadcast is service of Faribault. Boots Federated Mutual Insurance for Bank H and our block with offices in Faribault, Owatonna, Lakeville, and Amesbury Truth is also bringing you this game here tonight. Where the Faribault Falcons, who have a record of one and three in the Big Nine, their one win was a four-point game. They are three and seven overall. Take on an Alberly Tiger team that is four seven and one overall, and they are looking for their first win in the Big Nine. They have three losses and one tie in Big Nine Conference action. Coming into tonight, Northfield is undefeated four and zero. They are co-leaders with Rochester Century JM because they go by points. That's right, they go by points. Twelve points for each of those teams. Northfield is eight one and two. Century JM is 10-2 and two on the season. The Owatonna Hoskies are 3-0 and oh in the Big Nine. They have 10 points, and they are 9-1 and one overall on the season. Then you've got Mankato West, 2-2-1 and one in the conference with 8 points. They're 4-6-1 overall. Mankato is 2-3 and three in the league, 6 points, 6-5-1 six, and one overall. Red Wing is 1-1 one and one in the league. They have four points. They're three and eight overall. Mayo is one and ten overall. They're one and two in league play with four points. Irvine then has uh, four points. As I said, one and three, three and seven overall. Austin's one and two in the league. Their one win is against Faribault. They have two points. They're three and eight overall. And Winona, one and two, has two points. They are four and four overall. And as I said, the Albert Lee Tigers, 4-7-1 overall, 0-3 in the Big Nine, with one tie sitting with two points. So the Faribault Falcons are hoping they can take a couple of points away here tonight. As the uh, Falcons, and again the Zamboni doing its thing here at the Faribault Ice Arena. It says Faribault Morristown on the Zamboni, the OK Tire Store Zamboni. No, yeah, the OK Tires to Zamboni. We're, oh, a handful of minutes away from the start of this game. It's supposed to have a 7.15 drop of the puck. It had some issues getting on the air, but you didn't know that. Thank heavens, because the timing ended up just about a perfect. Albert Lee's got a lot more guys on their roster. Both teams, interestingly enough, have eight seniors on their team. So both teams are very senior-laden, which usually means for some hard-hitting hockey. That's what we're looking for here tonight. I'm going to take a look at some of the statistics. The Faribault Falcons in net, Dustin Boyd, has been in net the entire time. He has a 6.03 goals against average. And an 80.7 save percentage. He has not recorded a shutout yet this year. Remember, we were at Mankato East when he nearly got a shutout there. So maybe KDHL is the good luck charm for him. We'll find out here tonight. Meanwhile, the Mankato, or excuse me, the Elberly Tigers 
main goalie, and the one I would assume that they would start, Ledger Stadheim, is 2-7 and seven on the season. He has a 3.62 goals against average and an 88% save percentage. Actually, Tanner Nelson might be a net. He has a much better goals against average, 1.09, and a 96% save percentage with two shutouts. He's only played in 10 games. He's 2-0, and so he has not lost a game this season. So I would think that Albert Lee would need to uh, get some points in the conference, and they're looking at this as an opportunity to get some points in the conference. Don't you think? I would think they'd be looking at it in that fashion. For the Faribault Falcons, some team statistics here. They have scored 39 goals in 10 games. That's obviously just under four a game. And they have given up six a game. Of course, uh, Breck scored 11, so that kind of tilts things a bit. But that's the average, six a game. 6.03 to be precise. The Faribault Falcons, meanwhile, scoring about 3.9 goals per game. The Falcons have seven power play goals. They have given up eight power play goals. They're seven for 12 on the power play. They have three shorthanded goals. And the opponents for Faribault have eight power play goals and two shorthanded goals. If I'm reading these stats right. Scores by period. Faribault's had good starts. They have scored nine of their... Big Nine Conference games. Goals in the first period. Overall, they've scored 16 goals in the first period. But they've given up 23. In the second period, they've scored nine and given up 20. And in the third period, they've given up 17, scored 14. And they've given up one overtime goal. 61 goals to their opponents, 39 goals for themselves. The Faribault Falcons. Meanwhile, see if I can find the Albert Lee stats here. I did print out the uh, Big Nine Conference statistics, too, that I'll be sharing with you throughout our broadcast here tonight during our first and second intermission reports. All our stats tonight are service at H&R Block with offices in Faribault, Owatonna, and Lakeville. At H&R Block, they know taxes. Albert Lee comes into this game. Scoring. I can find that. I thought I brought it here. Maybe I didn't. Thought I had their uh, scoring and giving up statistics too. Yeah, there they are. The Albert Lee Tigers come into this game with 32 total goals in 12 games, and they've given up 37. So obviously they've played much better defensively than the uh, Falcons, but you got to look at the opponents too, and Breck is a state powerhouse. Albert Lee has six power play goals. Their opponents have five. They have two shorthanded goals. Their opponents have three. They have uh, 10 more penalty minutes than their opponents. The Albert Lee Tigers... 
goalies have a combined 3.04 goals against average and an 899 save percentage with two shutouts. There's 17.1% on the power play and 87.8% on the penalty kill. The Faribault Falcons come into tonight's game. I just had that sheet in front of me. They have a 20% power play and a 76.5% penalty kill. Here the Faribault Falcons. As I said before, I did print out the conference statistics. The number one power play team in the conference is the team that leads the conference, as you would expect. Northfield, Oatana, both unbeaten in the Big Nine, have a 28.8% and a 27.8% power play. That's very good. Faribault's 20% is not too shabby either, right? And Winona has a 23.3% power play. The penalty kill, however, the Faribault Falcons are second from the bottom in the Big Nine in penalty kill at 76.5%. They've allowed eight power play goals in 34 penalty kills. They have scored 35 power plays. Number one penalty kill team in the Big Nine Conference is Mankato... Or no, Winona at 88.2. Mankato West is at 88.1. 87.8 is Albert Lee. So this is the third best defense in terms of, you know, penalty kill in the Big Nine, the Albert Lee Tigers. And the Faribault Falcons are right up there in offense. They're one of four teams that have a 20% or better power play. They rank fourth in power play. So you got the third best penalty kill going up against the fourth best power play. Uh, something's got to give, right? As they got a big green spotlight here ushering the players that are going to come out of the locker room through a Faribault Falcons massive looking pillow. Well, it's a tunnel, but it looks like a pillow. A big pillow. Uh, there's really not a, <laughs> enough room over there for it, but they've squeezed it in. And that's what they'll be coming onto the ice with. Pretty cool to have the band here, too. I didn't know we were going to have all this. That's kind of awesome. As the Tigers are on the ice, and they are ready to go, Faribault Falcons are about to hit the ice here at the Faribault Ice Arena. We'll try to get the starting lineups introduced by Todd Markman, the public address announcer, here at the Faribault Ice Arena right after these words. Faribault Foods has been a pillar of the Faribault community since 1895. As a leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods that are dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. Keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos. And butter kernel vegetables as a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. Well, the Albert Lee Tigers are lined up for the national anthem on the end line to my right. And the Falcons have yet to make their way onto the ice here at the Faribault Ice Arena. 
Gordy Kostfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone. Troy Temple is here from FCTV Taping. So if you want to watch the game, it will be available, I'm sure, soon on uh, FCTV. Kennedy Yule and she'll be bringing out the club right now. Come on, Kennedy, bring them on. And here they come. Bring them on, Falcon fans. Kennedy's got a Faribault Falcon flag, and she is proudly displaying at mid-ice right to Falcon's logo. I'm going to try and take a picture of this. Good evening, high school hockey fans, and welcome to the Faribault Ice Arena. Home to your Faribault Falcons. This evening's Big Nine Conference Contest features the Albert Lee Tigers and your Faribault Falcons. Hey, let's meet starting lineups. First for our visiting Tigers. In goal, he's a senior, number one, Tanner Nelson. Starting on defense tonight for the Tigers, sophomore, number four, Zayden Brewer. His defensive partner's a senior. He's number 20, Carson Sievertson. Starting at center tonight for the Tigers, number 11, Eli Ferris. His winger, a sophomore, number 15, Brock Sachs. His other winger, a junior, number 9, Connor Perzig. And coach of the Elder League Packers is Matt Erickson. He's assisted by Justin Anfinson and Blake Adams. <laughs> now let's speak the starting lineup for our Falcons. Ball, junior, number one, Dustin Boyd. At defense tonight for the Falcons, he's seen in number three, Parker Morrow. The partner is also a senior, number 14, Caden Hartman. Very excited for the Falcons. The all-time assist leader, he's a senior, number 16, Oliver Littleman. His left finger is a senior, number 9, Logan Baruka. And right finger,
For some Big Nine Conference hockey, the Albany Tigers in their blue and red and white trim, putting on their blue hearts, where it says A. Allen Red on the side, and the Terrible Falcons in their home white. That's right, the white tops, green numerals, black pants, and the white green sweaters. Got the names on the back. We always love that. That's it. That lost the game is two and oh. And a very good goals against average of one point six. Official meets at center ice, the Falcon logo for the dropping of the puck. The puck is dropped, and it is controlled by, well, nobody, really. Morrow's going to chase it back in the Falcon zone, go behind the net, and he almost fanned at it, trying to bank it off the end board, and then he loses control of it. Albert Lee takes control of the puck, sends it out toward the blue line. Here's a shot that goes over the goal. Shot was taken by Albert Lee's Carson Sievertson, he's a senior. By the way, this Persig is a goal scorer for Albert Lee. He's the guy they got to pay attention to. They have to pay attention, of course, to Lineman for the Faribault Falcons. He became the all-time assist leader last year. the senior. His Logan Peruca, his classmate, a senior, also had a hat-trick in their 8-2-0 here. At the Faribault, pops in the corner to the left of Nelson. That might be for the Albany Yeah, stoppage there for an instant. We're going to have a face-off to the left of the netminder. In the circle for the Faribault Tommy Kuhn, the sophomore, already a line change for Farrell. As there was a hard check at the back board behind the Falcon net, but Mohamed Bobbins, pocket neutral ice, Farrell trying to gain control of it. Trying to put in the Albert Lee zone and then lost control of the puck. Did the Farrell Falcons. Brody Redding, he's a senior. There's a cross break pass. There's a centering attempt. It's pushed aside by Nelson going flying into the net as an Elbert Lee Tiger. He's trailing the play. So they'll get the net back on its moorings and we'll have a face off to the left of Anderson. 
in the Albert Lee zone. 15-20 to go. Both teams have one shot on goal here early. Face-off and in that corner is hard to see when you're sitting down in this booth. And they tried to punch it in on the side by the post, and he kind of pushed away one of the Falcons to Nelson, the goaltender. They got pretty close. And again, a hard check, no call, as the puck goes to the blind corner. Jose could stand up. An old man nowadays. <laughs> the puck wobbles back into the Falcon zone. Picked up by Faribault's Leighton Anderson. He's a sophomore. And they'll have another shift change here for Faribault. They gain control. Centering pass coming flying on the rink. Here's a shot wide of the goal. You my. That was Bo Milicek, the sophomore. Or excuse me, the senior. And boy, he was coming right down the slot and shot just wide. So a face-off again to the left of Anderson. That was not a shot on goal. That's why it doesn't uh, have a number on the shots on goal on the scoreboard. But at least we got that on the scoreboard, unlike some other places. Here's a centering pass again. A couple of Falcons right at the crease that time. As the puck, overly having trouble getting it out of their zone. And now they do a little push pass. Bring it across the blue line. Is Albert Lee. The shot is a stick save there by Boyd. Comes up the near side. The Albert Lee Tiger, Tigers trying to keep it in the zone. And the Falcons do a nice job getting it back into the Albert Lee zone. It sank off the far side board. Now here's a cross rink pass for Albert Lee trying to break out. It's done back in the Falcon zone. That's not the case. Here's a pass. By Lee in the Falcon zone. Having trouble getting it. It's lifted up in the air and it's an opportunity for Faribault to make a shift in the back fans on it. As Faribault does make that change. Across the blue line, he's changed goes for all night centering pass, but it went just wide left. That was a nice little back pass that he made to Brody Redding. Redding wasn't able to pull the trigger. Here comes a shot and another shot. That might have hit the post and covering it up is Anderson. So Faribault's been pepper in the net, as they say, or at least around it. They've only had two shots on goal, according to the official scorer here. And Albert Lee has two as well. Face-off to the right of Anderson. Face-off is won by Albert Lee. Track it down. And then it's going to be intercepted. Pass by Albert Lee, and then Albert Lee's pass is intercepted. Terrible will dump it back into the Albert Lee zone. It'll ring the board behind the net. And then Albert Lee will try to break out of their zone again. 12.52 to go in the first period. The puck was all the way to the other side. Hard check that time by Turbo's Redding against the Tiger. The clean play. Albert Lee comes skating up the rink and turns the puck over. With the puck that time for the Tigers was Jacob Coker. He's a sophomore. Again, this Persig is their leading goal scorer. Connor Persig, he's a junior. And he wears number nine. For those who might be watching this later on FCTV. Oh, he's off the lap first in the Falcon zone here. 
12 20 to go, first period, no scores, a shot off the faceoff. It's blocked. And then pushing it ahead that time for Faribault is Leighton Anderson, the sophomore. And over to control again. They dump it back into the Faribault zone. Chasing it down, Parker Morrow, the starting defenseman for Faribault. Going up the far side is R.J. Wazlowski. He's a sophomore. Far side board. And it's sent toward the net. Picked up right in front of the net by the Albert Lee Tigers. Dominic Mendez, the sophomore, sent back to the other end of the rink. The Falcons gain control. Does Cole Goodwin, the junior. Now with the puck is Leighton Anderson. And again, it was sent toward the net, but pushed aside by Anderson. As Farable, it'll back pass, but nobody really there to pass it to as it goes to the near side corner again. Uh, set cross rink. Albert Lee trying to get that goalie to go side to side. As both teams will make a shift change here is a shot wide taken by Faribault's Oliver Lindemann, the senior. Peruka who's coming off a hat trick and now is turned over by Faribault. Albert Lee comes back the other way. And uh, Lechek gets his body in front of the Tiger. Picked up by Faribault, but it's too far in front of the intended recipient on the pass, Perutka. Now it goes up the far board. It's going to wobble toward Boyd, the netminder for the Faribault Falcons. Ten minutes, 39 seconds to go in the first period. We have no school. We have three two shots on goal in favor of Albert Lee. Grabs the puck, sends it back the other way. Nice little back pass there by Faribault trying to break out of their zone. It hits him in the glove. He tries to push it forward, does Anderson, but Albert Lee ends up with it on the near side. It comes back into the Falcon zone, turning right around Johnny Simon, the junior defenseman, quickly gets it out. As now the Faribault Falcons, Lineman tries to work his way toward the net. They do a nice job of sending him off to the side. Here's an attempted pass, but it's picked off by Albert Lee. They try to come back up the rink, and they're going to, I think, make a bit of a shift change here. Puck goes, oh, my gosh, went all the way down to bounce the other end, and he wasn't able to glove it, but <laughs> no harm there. As Lee up the far side, Kuzi has it. He's going to push it to himself. He's got on his right, and a shot is in. No, it's a save by Nelson. Shot was taken by Brody Redding, the senior, and I mean it was point blank. Five minutes, five seconds to go first period. I had a feeling this would be a good game. That's why we put it on the schedule. Not that I know all the time, but, you know, we got their win at East earlier this year. Terrible Falcons. Their only win in the Big Nine. As Albert Lee... Again, just sends it back into the Falcons' zone. As he passed it, he got knocked to the ice, he being Archie Nelson, a junior. At center, it's Kunze across the blue line. Albert Lee, and he gets knocked off his puck by one of the Tigers. Both of them go into the end board. And this game could be a real physical one. Like I said, both teams have eight seniors, and Kunze's not feeling real good right now. He's coming off the ice. Cross rink pass. Hart's going to pick it up for Faribault. We'll see if Faribault can get 
Falcons, she skates it into the Albert Lee zone. The official had to get out of the way that time as there was a check over by him. Puck is dumped back into the Faribault zone by Albert Lee. There's an errant puck. He picks it up, shoots it, but we had a whistle before the shot. And we'll see what's going to be called here. A hand pass. Which is a no-no, so we'll be uh, having a face-off in the Albert Lee zone. Eight minutes, 37 seconds to go. All of our stats will be a service of H&R Block with offices in Faribault, Oatown, and Lakeville. At H&R Block, they help you with your numbers. Boy, do they know their numbers. Albert Lee has three shots on goal, four for the Falcons. Face-off was sort of won by Albert Lee. As the Tigers come out of there with the puck, use a deflected puck to the right of the goal. Good job getting back on defense that time by Faribault's Johnny Simon. Puck goes all the way back into the Albert Lee zone, trying to gain control of the Faribault Falcons. Ethan Amundsen, a senior, had it for a moment, comes up the near side. 8.07 to go in this first period. Faribault's had the best scoring chance. And now we'll see if a trip's going to be called here. I don't think it is. Oh, maybe it is. Yep, trip is called. And I thought there would be one. Coming into this game. It's going to be Caden Hart in the penalty box. And so going on the power play again is Albert Lee. Terrible. It's not had a great penalty kill on the season. They're at 76.5%. And 76.5% is, well, to be honest with you, the worst penalty kill team in the league, believe it or not, is league-leading Northfield at 75.7. Here's a shot from the point. It didn't get all the way through. Albert Lee using some good patience. Here's a shot from the opposite side. Nice save there by Boyd. As again, he had a little juice on that shot. It was Eli Ferris, the senior center. Minute 23 to go in the power play for Albert Lee. Their penalty kill is excellent, as we told you, but their power play is nothing special, at least percentage-wise, so far on the season. As the puck is lazily behind the net of Faribault. Now sent back to the blue line. A shot to score by Elmer Lee. There's some... We'll get the official call here. Four seven eleven. Four seven eleven. So at 10.03, the goal is scored by Zayden Blua. He's a sophomore. Assist went to uh, Spencer Van Beek. He's a senior. And also an assist goes to Eli Ferris, the senior. 
We'll go over what goal it is of the season during our intermission report. So Albert Lee's got the lead, one nothing. Shots on goal are now seven to five in favor of the Tigers. Thanks to that power play, it was a power play goal. Got to write that down here too, don't I? Power play goal, ten oh three. So Faribault going to try and even it up here before the end of the period. Maybe go ahead. Six twenty-seven to go. There's a puck. Going to lazily go all the way back into the Falcon zone. It'll be an icing call on Albert Lee. As running back on the ice. So is Cole Goodwin. Morrow is at a defenseman. They're going to have the face-off. Kunze in the face-off circle. It, the puck is still in the Albert Lee zone as the Tigers have the one nothing lead. They knock it off the far board. It's picked up by Albert Lee. Morrow deflected it, banks it off the far board. Albert Lee spins and sends it back into the Falcon zone. Turbo's Redding gaining control and sending it up the near side board. Albert Lee loses control at mid-ice. Sent back the other way, and now the Tigers gain control of it again as they do cross-rink pass. Made the pass, and the Faribault Falcons are going to come out of their zone and pass all the way across rink. And the pass was way behind Mr. Archambault. 5.23 to go here in the first period. Puck behind the Falcon net. Morrow's going to track it down, set it up the near side board. And trying to come up the ice is Amundsen. Puck goes to the other side. Trying to track it is R.J. Wazlowski, the sophomore. At mid-ice in the Falcon side, it's sent all the way down toward the other end. They wave off the icing. Hart's going to chase it down along with the uh, Tiger. There's a chip pass. Now it's sent back into the Falcon zone by the Elmerly Tigers. And they will see if they can't make a shift change here. Farrell brings it up. And it's all the way back to the other end. Why Wazlowski. one nothing. Albert Lee leads it. 4.35 to go. Shots are 7-5 Tigers here in this first period. Hart battling with one of the Tigers at the blue. Oh, my, that puck was precariously in front of the crease. Albert Lee, but no Falcon could spank it in. As it's going to come all the way back to the other end again. Icing is not going to be called. As it's picked up by Johnny Simon. Lifted. It goes to mid-ice. Doing the splits that time was the official. Nice job of doing the splits almost. <laughs> to avoid the puck. Far side board. Faribault coming is Lineman. Lineman's going to shoot. And it was deflected by the Albert Lee Tigers skate in front of him. Now it's sent back toward Lineman. Lineman brings it across the blue line. He hammers it, and it's sent wide of the net. That was from quite a ways out. Three minutes and 41 seconds to go. Hart trying to gain control to get it to Lineman. Does get it to Lineman. Lineman passes it to the blue line. Lineman then skates past the puck as the Alberley Tiger sends it ahead. They got a bit of a breakaway. Here's a lifted pass toward the left. Good job by Valichek to get in front of the Tiger. Not allowing to get that puck anywhere near the goal. 
as the Faribault Falcons Lineman again shoots from very high. It's saved. Morrow's going to poke it back down. And there's 3.10 to go, as that will be an icing call on the Elberly Tigers. Well, Lineman had a couple of shots, but they were from quite a ways out. And who knows? He may be setting them up for something. Oliver's a fun guy to watch. Again, last Tuesday, this past Tuesday, which was what? The day after New Year's? January 2nd? The... <laughs> The Falcons won 8-2 over Wilmer in this arena. And Logan Peruca had a hat trick. And Oliver Lindemann became the all-time assist leader in Faribault Falcon history. Christian Von Ruden was the man who had the record before. And uh, the puck is lifted up. Lindemann, of course, Bethlehem Academy student was a receiver in football, too, this past season. Good athlete like Von Ruden was. Kunze brings it across the blue line. He's sent toward the board, but the young man who sent him toward the board had no intention of grabbing the puck. Two minutes, 22 seconds to go. Albert Lee breaks out with a pass off the board. And it's shot from just below the blue line into the netting as Hart came back defensively. Making the shot, or taking the shot, I should say, was Jacob Colker, the sophomore. And the Falcons will have a face-off in the few in their zone. Eric Steeler, a senior, is in there probably. I can't see the number of the Falcon. It was R.J. Wazlowski. And Faribault, trying to break out of their zone. It's that flies and dump back. Tigers with two minutes to go in the period. Hart sends it up the near side. This pick up there by Ethan Amundsen. The near side board sent back in by the Tigers. Bounces out. Here's a shot, and it's blocked by Albert Lee and never got through to its target. Shot was taken by Johnson. Puck comes all the way back into the Falcon zone as Faribault has a minute 26 to try and tie this thing. They're down one nothing. Power play goal by the Albert Lee Tigers. As we told you before, the penalty kill has not been real good for the Falcons this season. They want to stay out of that box. Albert Lee dumping it back into the Falcon zone again. 107 to go. There's a cross half rink pass that time. As we're under a minute to go, and we're going to have a uh, offside, I think. Well, the face off above the line here. 15 seconds to go in the period. 7 6 of the shots in favor of the Tigers. Lindemann will be in the face off. It's above the upper blue line on the near side of the rink. Now, they skate into the Albert Lee zone, and they couldn't get the puck. There's a shot, the pass save, and the rebound. A back hit by Valichek. Well, they had a rebound there, too, and they just couldn't hit in the net. 36 seconds to go. Albert Lee comes up. There's a shot save. Another shot. 
wide of that. There's a point blank save there by Boyd, right off his shoulder pad. And his wobbles to his left. Over Lee's centering pass, pull away at three by Boyd. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It was like a wrestling takedown. A push from the front and sent him on his back, and he hit his head. He's coming off and skating off the ice, but he's going right to the locker room. Five-minute elbow. They're giving him a five-minute. Five-elbow. Taxes. Did you know that all tax preparers in our Lakeville average 10 years experience? That's all over now. Can you keep track of it? I know I can't keep track of it. So let the professionals at HR Block keep track of it for you. Zamboni's coming out to do its thing. The score after one period here at the Faribault Ice Arena is one nothing. Albert Lee Falcons will be on the power. Play. The second period begins, and there are four minutes and 51 seconds of a power play to work with. Down. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com.
Money, something we all need and want. Money, definitely something we need to protect. At First United Bank, they've been protecting your money for decades and offer sound financial advice. These phrases still ring true at First United. Time is money, money doesn't grow on trees, and a penny saved is a penny earned. Bank with your money-minded friends. Your friends at First United Bank, Faribault and Owatonna, member FDIC. H&R Block offices in Owatonna. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Well, during our first intermission report, H&R Block, offices in Faribault, what time I'd like to bring you our stats. We already went over most of them. The only that period came to tell three mark. Okay. I was just looking up the uh, numbers here when Zayden Bruoff picked up his second goal of the season. An assist went to Spencer Van Beek, his fourth assist of the year. And uh, let's see here. Eli Ferris had his 10th assist of the year. That was the only scoring in the first period. And a penalty. Hart had a penalty for tripping. And Persig had the elbow call as he took Morrow down to the ice. Morrow immediately went to the locker room. He did walk off the ice under his own power, but man, oh man, he, I could hear his helmet hit the ice way over here. And it was on the other end of the rink. I mean, I'm at mid-ice. It was toward the board away from us here in the, in the announcer's area. Well, that was kind of nasty. I thought that was kind of appropriate, and five-minute elbowing was issued to Persick, who is the lead scorer for Albert Lee coming into this game. Persick has ten goals and eight assists. So he has 18 points. Ferris is second on the team with 15 points. For the Faribault Falcons, by the way. Oliver Lindemann leads the team with 19 points. He has 10 goals and 9 assists. Brody Renning has 6 goals and 5 assists for 11 points. And two other guys are close to double digits. Kunze's got 8 and Belichek has 8. 
Lechak has five goals and three assists, and it's the reverse for Kunze, three and five. Ethan Amundsen also has seven points, three goals and four assists. Caden Hart has seven, one goal and six assists. Six points each for Parker Morrow and Nick Archambault. They each have one goal and five assists. So scoring really has not been a huge problem for the Faribault Falcons. It's, well, it's been their penalty kill, their defense that they need to improve upon here in the course of the season. Coming into this game, the team that averages the most goals per game is Oatana at 5.91. Goals allowed per game, the fewest. Guess what? It's Oatana. They get up just two goals per game. Two even. The Raiders of Northfield are the number one power play team percentage-wise at 28.8%. Owatonna is at 27.8%. As I told you before, Winona is third, and Faribault has the fourth-best power play in the Big Nine. So they can get that on full display here tie this thing up as we start the second period with them sitting with a 4 minute and 51 second power play the Albany Tigers are the third best penalty kill team in the league number one is Winona number two is Mankato West and number three is Albany, percentage-wise. I always like to say that because, you know, that, that is important to say, percentage-wise. They have the best penalty kill because, you know, some teams don't face a lot of penalties and others do. For example, Elmer Lee has had to kill off 41 penalties, and they've given up five goals in those 41. Uh, that's a lot of attempts in 12 games, 41 your opponent on the power play 41 times. Faribault has had 34 penalty kills, given up eight play goals, while tonight it's nine out of 35. So that 76.5% will go down even more for the Faribault Falcons. And if you're a really good team and you dominate the puck right, and you don't stay and get in the penalty box all that much, you're not going to give up a lot of uh, power play. Your opponent has had to kill 64 penalties on the season. In 11 games, 64 penalties. Rochester Mail. Of course, they play some really stiff competition. They've had to try and kill off 50 penalties have given up 9 power play goals that's 82% in Faribault has seen 34 power play well 35 now and given up 9 power play goals because they gave up a power play goal earlier to the Elberly Tigers came at the 10-0-3 mark of the first period as we get ready to start the second period The Falcons will be on the power play four minutes and 51 seconds of a five-minute 
penalty assessed for elbowing to the leading scorer of Albert Lee, Connor Persig. We'll be sitting in the box is the OK Tire Store here in Faribault and Morristown. Zamboni continues to prep the ice here at the Faribault Ice Arena. Looks like they got both ends done. Next, they got to go back on the mornings. And we're just a few minutes away from the second period with the Albert Lee Tigers enjoying a one nothing. And our block offices in Oatana, Faribault, and Lakeville remind you now is the time to get your paperwork in order for tax season. Book your appointment at one of the offices where in-person or drop-off filing is available. No computer program can ask every single possible tax question. The tax professionals in Lakeville, Faribault, and Oatana average 10 years experience, and you can request the same preparer every year. File your way at H&R Block Offices in Faribault, Oatana, and Lakeville. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Since the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Owatonna home. We work hand-in-hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Oatana's rich history and all that Oatana has to offer. Our score one nothing. The Elberly Tigers on top of the Faribault Falcons. A power play goal is the only score we've seen. Faribault comes on the ice to start the second period. They'll have four minutes and 51 seconds of a power play. And we already told you they are the fourth best power play team in the Big Nine. And there are 12 teams in the Big Nine. So that's not too shabby to one of only four teams that have over a 20% play. Again, Northfield, 28.8% on 52 power plays. And Faribault is at 20% even on 35 power plays. Owatonna is at 27.8% at 36 power plays. Winona is at 30 power plays and connected 23.3% of the time. That 52 power plays by Northfield is in 11 games. Now they are very good. State ranked, of course. And Owatonna must be pretty good, too. They're undefeated in the Big Nine and They've had some quality wins, and they are the best team in terms of not allowing a lot of points. 2.00 goals against per game is the best in the Big Nine. Faribault is at 6.10, which is second from the bottom. Austin is at the bottom at 6.73. So both teams are back on the ice here at the Faribault Ice Arena. Gordy Cotsfeld at the KDHL Sports Microphone on KDHL AM Faribault, Minnesota, Town Square Media Station, 920 on the AM dial. Ninety-seven point nine. The best way to listen is by the KDHL app worldwide. 
So they switch hands. Falcons will be going left to right. And the Tigers right to left on your radio dial. As the Lineman line, along with Redding, Perutka, Lechak, Kuzi. This is a specialty team here. That's right. They're on the power play. It'll be five on four as the official gets ready to drop the puck. And he drops the puck, and Faribault has it. And we'll see if they can even this up quickly here. Faribault get back into the Elberly zone. They're on the power play again. They get it to Redding at the blue line. Nice pass to Lineman from the other side. Lineman skates and goes cross rink. Perutka and Redding back. Logan coming off a hat trick. Sends it toward the goal. I thought he was going to pass. He did a nice deke there. Cross rink. And there's a shot off the Lineman. Attempted assist. He's the all-time Falcon assist leader. Root has the puck head and the shoulder pads. He wouldn't let it get out of the Elmerly zone. They tried to lift it high. wasn't high enough. Pass to Lineman. Around the red circle. He'll send it right in front of that. Oh, boy. He was right there. And they did have a, a good point-blank attempt. They had he been able to get a stick on it. Who could send it back in with 3.52 to go on the power play? Lineman trying to skate behind the net. He pinned up against the board. Now they get it to Kunzi. Kunzi skates all the way to the other side. Peruka has it. Peruka back to Kunzi. Look at it back to Peruka. There's left of Nelson, and that is his glove side. It's poked off the stick of Peruka by the Tiger, who pushes Peruka down and then shoots the puck. It's saved by Boyd as he pushed him down, heading toward the net. And we'll have a face-off in the Falcon zone. <laughs> wow. Three minutes, 27 seconds to go. The first hit penalty was a five-minuter for elbowing. As Faribault try and set up the fourth-best power play in the league here. Pass cross right. Got some different guys on the ice. Campbell. Trying to come to get the puck. It's sent back behind him. It's in the blue line. It's sent wide. That time by Goodwin. And Elmery can't break it out. Oh, boy. Now they do. Send it back the other way with 2.54 to go. Well, Faribault's had a couple of shots here on the power play, but that's it. As we're going to have an icing call on the power play. Preferable. 14.54 to go. 2.44 to go with the power play. 1-0. Albert leads it. They had a power play goal in the first period. Face-off is to the left of Boyd. Preferable wins that face-off and has skated. Peruka will take the puck in himself. Now he leaves it for Lineman. Lineman crosses the blue line. He's to the right of the goal tender. And centering pass. But Wichek was unable to get to it. Puck's going to come right back in the Faribault zone. They won't go over power play. It's almost an eternity. Right? Almost an eternity on a power play. 
Brody Redding had it. Comes to the blue line. And we're going to have an offside here on Faribault. So, Albert Lee will make a shift change. Faribault makes some body changes, too. Lindemann will be in the faceoff just below us here above the Albert Lee blue line. Faceoff won by Lindemann. Gets it to Perutka. Perutka back passes it in behind the net. Albert Lee tries to break it out. Redding can't get it on his. He's at the Falcon blue line. Now he's at the Albert Lee blue line as he keeps the puck away from the Tigers and then he takes the puck to the far side board with him. There's a pass to Lineman. He shoots and it's too high. Gonna bounce all the way into neutral ice. Tracked down there by Redding. Redding sends it back to Perutka. Perutka comes across the blue line and well, he didn't have anybody to pass it to. Evidently, he went behind the net. Now, Lineman has it. He's gonna skate high in the slot, shoot it, and trying to redirect it was Kunzi. Ooh, they had a wide open net on the other side, and they couldn't get anybody over there. As the puck's gonna bounce, we're approaching a minute to go in the power play. Faribault still has just two shots on goal in this power play. Which coming into this night was the fourth best in the big nine. Redding shoots. It's a save. That was again Albert Lee could have sent it back the other way. Way 48 seconds to go in the power play. Gotta be a sense of urgency here by the Falcons. You would really like to score in this five-minute power play that you had. Falcons. Behind an admiral centering pass there, but it doesn't get through. There's 30 seconds in the power play. As Wazlowski has it deflected, and it's going to end up in a face-off in the elderly zone. To the right of Nelson, their senior netminder. Well, Farrell's got 26 seconds to score and tie this thing up on the power play. Face-off. Lindemann was there. A couple of Falcons and a couple of Tigers battling for it on the board, and Albert Lee doesn't care. Precious seconds are ticking away. They get it to Lineman. Lineman is going to skate and shoot it wide. It's picked up on the carom with nine seconds to go on the power play. They get it to Lineman again, and they're going to have one more maybe good shot. Lineman gets it over to Perutka. The passes it to Kunzi, who is on the other side of the net, but he couldn't get it on his stick, and they're at even strength. They killed off the five-minute penalty, and again, Albert Lee does not have a great penalty kill on the season. As Lineman skates, reverses his course, passes it toward the left post. There was no Falcon able to get it on his stick. As Falcons keeping it in their Albert Lee zone, they're not able to really get much pressure. There's only been three shots on goal. This very by trying to kill off while well, they did kill off the penalty. They didn't get a lot of shots. They didn't get one there. There's a shot and set on a that time by the goaltender. That was on net too by Redding. As Albert Lee having a heck of a time. Now they're gonna have an icing call here with eleven fifteen to go in the period. Tigers have not had a shot on goal. They're up one nothing. Faribault was not able to score in a five-minute power play. Four minutes and 51 seconds of it in this period. 
They have a face-off to the right of Anderson. The official drops it in the face-off circle for Farrell is R.J. Wazlowski. Lee trying to break out. Hart's going to try and out-chase the tires. A shot to save. Off the stick of Boyd that time. Coming flying in to crash that right side post. Was out Lee. And it was Jacob Coker, the sophomore. 1044 9 Faribault leads now shots on goal. They're down 1-0. As here comes Faribault on a bit of a breakaway. Up the near side, looking was Faribault's Ethan Amundsen. He had a man to his right. He decided to keep it himself and uh, ended up getting it. Stuffed by the goalie. So Lineman getting ready to go in the face-off circle. The right of Anderson, the senior netminder for Albert Lee. Ten and a half minutes to go in the second period. It's one nothing Albert Lee. As the uh, Anderson freezes the puck. And well, another face-off here. I think in their circle is Ferris for Melbourne Lee. Having a hard time reading in the front of their uniform. There's a hammer off the faceoff. Lindman wants to winning. Safe. Flipping off the far side. Board, the left board. Our relief. Verbal gaze control. Lee has it. Starts. Looks to that. Back into the Our Lee zone. Ready to chase behind the net. Set by Our Lee up. It's uh, almost picked off by Ferrible. Chasing it down in our terrible Falcons. Then we have there with it was That terrible trying to gain control with 9.52 to go. Down one nothing. Shots are 13-10 in favor of Falcons. All their stats and service makes are blind. Almost ended up in a turnover. Comes off the near side board. At center ice with it is Lineman. Lineman gains the Elberly zone. Get knocked off the puck. It's sent back up the far side board. And here comes Elbert Lee. Two guys get a chase. Fairwell nice job there. Pull the Hawkins up the Elberly blue line. Now it's wobbling at middle ice. Elberly gained control. Shoots through the knockdown ball. I will say that I So it'll be an icing call on the Tigers. Both teams will take this opportunity to make a line change. Lechek is on along with Lineman and Baruta coming off his hat trick on Tuesday. 
one nothing Tigers. 8.39 to go. Faceoff sent back toward, uh, again, Verbal won the faceoff, but it's sent back toward Albert Lee gains control back in the uh, neutralize. But then sent it back in. Perut is going to pass it to his right. It's dumped into the Albert Lee zone. And now the Tigers are going to come up left to right. at center ice as the centering pass went in front of the Tiger. Couldn't get his stick on it or he might have had an open net. Boyd trying to maintain his positioning there. As Faribault gains control, Peruka has Peruka stops, shoots. Oh, man, that hits a pipe. It hits a post, and it almost went in. How it didn't go in, I'll never know. It caromed like it was going to go in, and it just didn't. And Peruka's just shaking his head, saying, how could that not go in? <laughs> 7.43 to go, and here come the Falcons again. Here's another shot. They didn't count that as a shot on goal. Are you serious? Albert Lee's going to come back the other way on a breakaway, and it's going to be a poke-in. Boyd stopped the initial shot, but it was laying behind him, and he just pushed his stick and poked it in, and the Albert Lee Tigers have a 2-0 lead. It's Nine minutes thirty seconds. Our league goal scored at nine minutes thirty seconds of the second period by number eleven, Eli Ferris, an unassisted goal. Number eleven, Ferris, at nine unassisted. So Ferris gets the unassisted goal, and the uh, Faribault Falcons are down two to nothing here with seven oh seven to go in the second period. The Tigers are not one big time looking for their first big time win. Here's a shot to save. Skating right toward the goaltender that time. Was the uh, Faribault Falcon taking the shot. R.J. Wazlowski. Puck wobbles into the corner. Wazlowski gives chase. Also on the ice is Ethan Amundsen. Redding is poised at the blue line. Getting it out of there is Albert Lee. Hart gets knocked to the ice, and we'll see if there's going to be a penalty on that. Six minutes and 32 seconds to go. Well, the face-off to the right of Anderson. And no penalty was called. Robinson dumps it behind the net. Albert Lee with 6.25 to go. We got another whistle stopping play. And we'll have a face off above the blue line of the Albert Lee Tigers. Kunzi's in the face off. The red dot above the blue line. And Albert Lee wins that one. And brought into the Falcon zone by the Tigers. Before to give another goal. 6.13 to go in the period. And Ali sends the goal 
or the puck, I should say, from one side of the other goal. Get that goalie moving. It was Cole Goodwin, the junior, trying to gain control. Now, Frobo's going to bring it up the ice. There's a pass. It's intercepted. Pick up Frobo. We'll make a shift change here. It's Albert Lee, who's almost a steal there by the Falcons of the puck. Because he sent all the way to the other end of the rink. With 5.25 to go, another icing call on Albert Lee. Hasn't seemed to hurt them at all. They've had several. It's 2 nothing Tigers. Nelson has pitched a shutout. He's got two of them on the season. The shot that soft that was sent high over the net. And here come the Elderly Tigers as they break out of their zone. He tied the check that time. There was a centering pass comes back up on the near side board. 5.09 to go here in the second period. 2 nothing. As Faribault sends it up rink, it's picked off by Elmer Lee. They send it back into the Faribault zone. As Persig, who had the five-minute elbowing in the first period, sent that puck deep in. He's our leading scorer. Tigers has not had an assist. A goal. Hart skates behind the net. The puck comes to the blue line. It's kept back in by Faribault. Now at mid-ice, Perutka gains control, tries to get it to his teammate. At middle-ice, Hart gets knocked off his stick by the Elberly Tigers. And Hart says, I need a new stick, and leaves the old one on the ice. As the stick is still on the ice across the rink, Perutka is going to lift the puck up and send it behind the Elmer Lee net, giving chase to Faribault Falcons. The puck at neutral ice takes the stick and pulls off with a Elmer Lee. Right in the rear, I can't get a chase for the stomach here. Two nothing Tigers at seventeen twelve and shots terrible, but it's the scoring that counts. Waslowski was there. It's won by Albert Lee. As you can hear the checking one on behind the Falcon board. 3.23 to go in the period. I would really like to at least get this to a one-goal deficit by the third, if they could. They started the period with four minutes and 51 seconds of a power play and were not able to score. Miss Nelson has done a nice job in that. Pass comes to the near side board.
As nobody really has control of the puck at the moment. It's back in the Falcon zone. It's lifted up toward neutral ice, and we're going to have a, a stoppage here. With 2.41 to go in the second period. And a face-off in the Albert Lee zone. A couple of Tigers are going to take this opportunity to rest. Face-off is to the left of Nelson. That's his glove hand. Kunze was in there. Albert Lee trying to gain control. Near side board. Sent back in. There's a pass centered. Right toward the slot. It's pulled forward by Redding. The rolling puck was gloved by Nelson. 29 to go in the period. 2 nothing, Albert Lee. Kick the side off the face off. Ready to that one. Mark goes behind the net. One of the Falcons gets a dump right by the net. She's trying to Oh, the Falcons don't have fans on it again, and it's sent to neutral ice. And we got another whistle on the offside here. Minute 50 to go. Boyd in that is probably thinking to himself, man, oh, man, that last ball. Had been able to get to it quick enough, right? He did the initial save and ended up landing behind him, and all the guy did, Ferris, unassisted, was reach his stick in and poke it into that. And there's been none of that for the Elder Lee side of things. As a minute 38 to go in this second period, Bravo wants to get some pressure at minimum. On the uh, on Nelson here, he's seen 19 shots. He has 19 saves. Boyd has 10 saves and 12 shots. That's right. Albert Lee has only 12 shots the whole game, and they're up two nothing. Minute 14 to go. All our stats the service of H and R Block with offices in Faribault, Atana, Lakeville. Make that appointment soon. Here's a shot, pad save, another shot, and another. Attempted as he was sprawling on the ice with Boyd, made a nice save there. Here comes Faribault, and the shot is high, and it deflects off the backboard. A little too high that time. 46 seconds to go. I think it was Baruch who made the shot. And the puck out of the air down was an Elmerly Tiger on the pass by Faribault. Pretty good hand boy coordination. Here comes Lineman. Lineman gets knocked off the puck, and an Elmer Lee teammate ends up with it with 25 seconds to go in the period. Looks like Faribault's going to be down. Two mouthful going into the third. Starting a breakaway here by Elmer Lee. As Boyd pushes the puck aside, it was slowly coming toward him, and he's like, oh, get this thing out of here. And the slot goes the puck. Here comes Faribault with seven seconds. Redding from 
neutralized shoots it, and it's a pad save, and that's the end of the second period. Score two to nothing. The Albert Lee Tigers pick up their second goal. Two to nothing. The shots in that period, only five shots by Albert Lee in the period, 13 shots by the Faribault Falcons in the period, and the only goal in this period was unassisted by Eli Ferris, his second point of the night. He had an assist on the first goal. Our score, after two periods here at the Faribault Ice Arena in Big Nine Conference Hockey, the Faribault Falcons trail the Elmer Lee Tigers 2-0. Your Federated Insurance Intermission Report. The second intermission report is next. Faribault Foods has been a pillar of the Faribault community since 1895. As a leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods, they're dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. Keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos. And butter kernel vegetables as a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. Money, something we all need and want. Money, definitely something we need to protect. At First United Bank, they've been protecting your money for decades and offer sound financial advice. These phrases still ring true at First United. Time is money, money doesn't grow on trees, and a penny saved is a penny earned. Bank with your money-minded friends. Your friends at First United Bank, Faribault and Owatonna, member FDIC. First United Bank, what comes Now we're in the second intermission. The score is 2-0 Albert Lee. The Tigers are looking for their first win, the Big Nine. They have not had a victory yet in the Big Nine. Coming into tonight, they're 0-3-1 in the Big Nine. They are 4-7-1 overall on the season. Faribault Falcons have one win. That was the one game we broadcast over in Mankato against Mankato East. In the conference, they have three wins overall, seven losses. They had no ties. I believe this is a two-point game. I think we play it over Lee later this season. Without mistaken. They're doing the old throwing the puck to center ice. Whoever comes closest to the center wins the pot. Like a dummy, I didn't buy one of those pucks, but I don't have any cash on me, so that wasn't going to happen. As they retrieve all the pucks that were thrown on the ice, and I mean there were hundreds of them. With a 2 nothing Albert Lee lead, terrible with 20 shots on goal, and Albert Lee with 13 Nelson, the senior, has been really good in that. And we told you he had some impressive stats coming into the game. Tanner Nelson is his name. He's played in four games. 
Okay, I'm looking at the wrong thing here or something because that makes no sense. <laughs> uh, bear with me, folks. We'll find it. Nelson has played in 10 games. He has two wins, no losses. In those 10 games, it says here he's only had 75 shots on goal. That would be seven a game, wouldn't it? Been hard to believe. He's allowed three goals in 10 games. Has a 1.09 goals against average and two shutouts on the season. And he has looked good. Couple of the first period attempts by Lindemann were quite a ways off, and I think what Oliver was trying to do was get a rebound off of him so he could skate in and take the rim. But this young man doing a nice job of not allowing those rebounds right in front. Appears to have a pretty good glove. So we'll see if. The strategy changes a bit here in the third period. Faribault appears to be lifting the puck, trying to go over the shoulder kind of shot. So far, it hasn't worked. So we'll see if they can get closer and put more pressure closer to the net on Tanner Nelson, the senior netminder for the Emily Tigers. Two periods during the puck. During the Federated Insurance Second Intermission Report, the OK Tire Store, Faribault Morristown, Sam is doing its thing. With the Faribault Falcons trailing the Elmer Lee Tigers, who are looking for their first big nine. A score of two to nothing. Girls basketball is at Winona tonight for Faribault. Boys basketball is over at the Nolman Gym playing Winona here. The wrestlers are at a quadrangular. Can you remember where they're at? It's somewhere in the metro. I think Woodbury. I could be wrong on that. We had a bunch of wrestlers out at Jana's last Saturday. It was awesome. You can listen to those Faribault Coaches shows. We put them in recordings under the Faribault Coaches shows folder on our website, kdhlradio.com. There will also be a recording of this broadcast in our GameCast folder, if the Parable Falcons mount a great comeback, you can listen to it. Even if they don't, you can listen to it. <laughs> As the uh, Zamboni is concluding its work, we're getting close to concluding it. With the score, the Albert Lee Tigers 2, Parable Falcons nothing. Again, Bruja had the first period goal at the 10.03 mark, assisted by Van Beek. Bruja's second goal of the season. Van Beek's fourth assist. Ferris also had an assist there, his tenth assist of the year. Ferris picked up his seventh goal. Unassisted in the second period. And Faribault has yet to score in this game. They're down two to nothing. Our stats are all being provided by the friendly people at H&R Block. It's time to get all that paperwork in order. Make your appointment at H&R Block. I tell you, since COVID, 
COVID was required, you couldn't have any contact with people, right? So you drop off your stuff, they do your taxes, they are done. And you a call. I have done it that way ever since because it's still an option, folks. You don't have to sit down for an hour or more with your tax preparer. You just get all your paperwork put together. You take it down to each and our block. They will take it in. If they have any questions, they'll have your cell phone number. They can give you a call, and you can answer those questions, right? Your tax return is unique to you. No computer program can possibly ask every single tax question. There's just no way that any computer program will be able to ask every single question that might come up on your taxes. So that's why I enjoy taking mine there and having them call me when they're done. Used to be I'd sit down and I like my preparer and I had the same preparer while I had the same guy for a number of years and then I have this last guy for a number of years. And, you know, I like my preparer, no question. Enjoy visiting with him. But my time's valuable. He can get more done probably that way as well. It really works out for everybody. I'm not saying that that's the way you want to go. Maybe you want to sit down. You, know, you want to see the tax preparer actually sit there and do your taxes in front of you. That is available to you as well in person. Or you can deliver them and have them do them and then call you when they are ready. Those are the options at H&R Block with offices in Faribault, Owatonna, and Lakeville. At H&R Block, they know taxes. They're preparers in Faribault, they're preparers in Owatonna, and they're preparers in Lakeville. Average 10 years experience. H&R Block offices in Owatonna, Faribault, and Lakeville remind you now is the time to get your paperwork in order for tax season. Book your appointment at one of the offices where in-person or drop-off filing is available. No computer program can ask every single possible tax question. The tax professionals in Lakeville, Faribault, and Owatonna average 10 years experience, and you can request the same preparer every year. File your way at H&R Block offices in Faribault, Owatonna, and Lakeville. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Money, something we all need and want. Money, definitely something we need to protect. At First United Bank, they've been protecting your money for decades and offer sound financial advice. These phrases still ring true at First United. Time is money, money doesn't grow on trees, and a penny saved is a penny earned. Bank with your money-minded friends. Your friends at First United Bank, Faribault and Owatonna, member FDIC. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals 
who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Federated Insurance brings you our second intermission report. The score is 2-0, Albert Lee. Tigers looking for their first Big Nine Conference win of the season. Faribault's looking for their second. They're going to have to come from behind to do it. They're down 2-0. They had a golden opportunity to start that second period. They had four minutes and 51 seconds of a penalty. So they were on a power play for four minutes and 51 seconds. And Albert Lee, who came into this game... Not particularly good on the power play. Or excuse me, on the penalty kill. Or no, on the power play. That's what I meant to say, and that's what I said. They were 17% on the year on the power play. Well, they have a power play goal in the first period. Parable Falcons, fourth best power play in the league at 20%. Have not been able to score on the only power play in this game. We've only had one penalty on each team in this game. They've let them play, as they say. And you can hear the buzzer go off telling the teams that they're done preparing the ice. And they want people to come out here and play some hockey. Gordy Kotzfeld at the KDHL Sports Microphone here at the Faribault Ice Arena. Tomorrow night, we'll have boys high school basketball. Kenyon Wanamingo at New Richland, Hartland, Ellendale, Geneva. It's a Gopher Conference battle. Looking forward to that on Saturday. I'll be making the fun drive to Moorhead, Minnesota, as the Concordia Cobbers play host to the Carlton Knights. Carlton coming off a convincing 81-69 win over Hamlin last night. We'll be taking on a very good Concordia team. That is not going to be a gimme by any stretch. So the Falcons are back on the ice. Their zone will be to our left. Albert Lee's to our right. Falcons down 2 nothing. As Tanner Nelson seeking his third shutout of the season... And this is 11th game. In Boyd in net to our left. Dustin is a junior. Eight seniors on both these teams. As we get ready for the final 17 minutes barring an overtime Falcons have just not been able to find the back of the net in they're going left to right Elberly right to left on your radio dial Lineman will be in the face off circle going up against Ferris for Elberly Official drops the puck, and that one, well, it's off the faceoff. It looked like it was won by Albert Lee, but Farrell came out of there with it. It's sent in, and it's gloved by Nelson. 
Right away a shot by the Falcons. They have 21 shots on the day. Herbal had 13 shots in the second period. Albert Lee had five in our stats of service with H&R Block. Because they know what to do with numbers. They help you with yours. Again, hugging that left post was Nelson. As Faribault sends it to the opposite side. Lineman had it for an instant. It gets knocked off his stick. Sent back Faribault away by Albert Lee. Hart gives chase. Along with one of the Tigers. Brock Scott, a sophomore, was chasing it. The bucket neutralized. Now gets sent back to the LRB. I thought he had for it. Well, he did have it for an instant, and then he lost it as he was skating right to the crease. See. Across the Falcon blue line to the left of Boyd is the puck. It's sent. Ooh, it just hit his hip. That could have carried him the other way. Just popped up in the air. Albert Lee knocks it down, puts it on the ice, and sends it back into the Falcons' zone. They're up 2-0. It looks like they're going to be really aggressive here. Pocket neutral ice, or at least in the early minutes, they're being aggressive. And they might start doing the old dump and chase. 15 and a half minutes to go in regulation. It's 2-0, Albert Lee. Another shot. Boyd makes a save. It's from a left of Boyd. And was taken by Brian Johnson, a junior defenseman. And a face-off to the left of Boyd. And it's Kunzi and face-off for Faribault. And he did not win it. Elmer Lee did. And they shot, but sent it wide of the net. As one of the Falcons almost got... Pulled down to the ice. One of the Tigers did. And the blue line now is shot by Kunji and it's gloved by Nelson. And he tried to go over that left shoulder. Nelson appears to have a really good glove hand. But they obviously got a scouting report that may have said something else, I guess. We have a face-off to the right of the senior Albert Lee goaltender. Hits off the backboard on the faceoff. Line the Elberly net. Rears the far side board. Elberly spanks it off the far side board and it trickles behind the Falcon net. Coming out with it, Faribault. Z is going to send it near side board. Faribault giving chase along with Elberly. Bounces to the other side. Faribault make a shift change here. Hart's back on the ice for Faribault. And we have a whistle-stopping play. Also on the ice for the Falcons is Johnny Simon. Yep. We'll have... 14-34 left and a 2-0 Albert Lee lead. 23-14 in favor of Faribault shots. But again, shots really don't count. Here come the Tigers on a bit of a breaker. Players a shot wide of the goal. It was taken by Brox. Up. Sent it wide. Oh, Lee intercepted. Now come up with puck for the Terrible Falcons was uh, Johnny Simon. Here's a shot wide of the net again. Little for very high. 
Evidently hoping for a rebound. Limits a perch by the net, or I thought he was going to perch by the net. Now he takes the puck behind the net, skates back the other way to the right of Nelson, sends it to Hart at the blue line. Hart's shot is deflected off the legs of the Tiger. And now Hart will chase that wobbling puck into the elf, into the turbo zone. It's the Falcon. Puck is it neutralized. Brett Bologna here. And it's poked one way and then the other. Whistle. Too many guys on the other side. We'll see if that's the call. Minor penalty assessed to the bench of Elmer Lee. Too many men on the ice. That penalty at 338. Penalty is being served by number 12. Evan Anderson. Minor penalty, two minutes. So Faribault's on a power play again, and uh, I don't think it would be overstating things to say they have to score on this power play. 12.52 to go. I mean, there's plenty of time left. Here's a shot. Oh, it's over the goal. Faribault had a nice big body beating the goaltender that time, but they still couldn't connect, and now the puck's going to be knocked out of play. Faribault on the power play for another minute 18. He had a 20% power play, fourth best in the Big Nine coming into tonight. They have a four minute and 51 second power play going into the second period, a five minute total that was killed off by Elmer Lee. That was uh, in the second. Faceoff had been won by Linema again, but and he can't really get anybody that could get a shot for the goal. Get closer. Flecked it on the puck. Gotta move that puck quicker, I guess. Here's a running pass to the right. Oh my, it got by Kunze. He was standing on the other side of the uh, net. That's what you want to do, too. He's gonna shoot again. And that was off the shoulder of the, that was the sixth side that time that almost rolled in. As we are at 38 seconds on a terrible power play. Here's a shot. It gets deflected. Lindemann, he wants to get closer, I think. Check the elderly zone. Now there's a shot from way away, and they killed off another penalty. Eleven minutes, 20 seconds to go in the third period. The Tigers have killed off two penalties in this game. All the way to the other end. An icing call on the Albert Lee Tigers. Eleven minutes and nine seconds. Uh, 25 14 in favor of Faribault. 
side of. The oh. circle was Rod Zlowski for fair hold He's going to set it back yet. And the lights have waved off. There's nobody has control of it in the Falcon zone. Near side board, right near the fairway bay. He's popped up and he is the pop. And that means we'll have a face off in the. Uh, Falcon zone to the right of Boyd. Fairbow comes out of there with it. And the pass was intercepted. Tried to get it up to Perutka at uh, Lineman. This line has done a good job of the season scoring, but Albert Lee has been very good defensively. Fairbow lifts another one in the air that hits the netting and comes harmlessly down onto the ice. Ten minutes, 29 seconds to go in regulation. Two-nothing, Albert Lee. 25-14 are the shots on goal in favor of Faribault. Face-off just above the blue line of the Falcons. Lineman almost got uh, tripped. The stick in his skates at face-off. The pass to Lineman. Indeed, is not gained control. Faribault's Cole Goodwin comes skating up the far side board. Albert Lee gains control. Now Faribault. They dump it into that corner to the left of Nelson, who wears his glove on his left hand. And we have another stoppage. Hart's coming back on the ice. Simon's coming back on the ice to the Faribault Falcons. With nine minutes and 57 seconds to go and a 2-0 Albert Lee lead. Face off the beat of the left of Anderson. There's a shot by Perutka that's knocked down. Puck comes to the near side board. Albert Lee can't take it full We'll try to see if they can't. They got Perutka perched right in front of the goal. They're trying to get the puck his way, but they're unable to do so. He parked right in front of the goal, did Logan Perutka. Off a hat trick on Tuesday against Wilmer in Faribault's 8-2 victory. Albert Lee came in tonight looking for their first big first win. I believe it's a two-point game. Faribault's win was against Mankato East. That was a four-point game. And here comes Albert Lee. A nice job poking at Kunze off the stick of the Tiger centering pass. Bounced puck. Goes the other side of Boyd. It's hit off the backboard. And again, not much on the pass that time. But Faribault intercepted Albert Lee. Pocket neutralize. No need. Dump it back in. It's about dumping cheese on. From two up later, you go. So, if you're terrible, you're thinking, 
when we're going to pull our goalie. Probably too early for that, but... R.J. Roslowski had the puck that time, tried to skate up the near side board, sent to neutral ice. Hart hammers a very hard shot from neutral ice. He has the puck in the near side corner. Terrible zone. Eight minutes to go in this game. Terrible pass to Hart. Hart tries to back pass to his teammate. And the puck got lifted back into the Falcon zone. Cole Goodwin had it. Now Elmer Lee trying to gain control of the board. Under about six pairs of skates. Lindman comes out of the way and they're going to call a penalty, I think. Lindman was getting ready to go and he got on his horse and they called the penalty. We'll see what the call is here. Get in there. 19 white, 18 dark, both roughing. What's the devil? Well, we got uh, two guys for fighting and so we're still skating five on five 734 to go it's two nothing Albert Lee Mr. Nelson here's a shot pad saved by Boyd shot was right in the spot So here come the Purple Falcons. Lindemann brings it up the near side. He falls down as he's trying to enter the up the ball. It's picked up and shot. And save and it was a rebound. And Lindemann just couldn't get there. Nelson again has a pretty nice glove. The shot that time was taken by Leighton Anderson. He was right by that post. So Faribault will make some lineup changes here. Down 2-0 with 6.54 to go. Their shots on goal now 28-16. So this Anderson has 28. Here's a centering pass right in the slot. Hart sends it behind the board. Here on the near side. 6.38 to go. Is Faribault. Elmer Lee trying to break out of their zone. It hits the seat of one of the Falcons. Skating back the other way out. Tiger. He with it again, shoots it. It goes off. Points glove. He has to back into the goal to his right. Was the puck. And the Faribault Falcons need the puck. Six minutes. 
You pull your goalie here. Can I get that first goal? Maybe too early. Here's a little action. Up. But this here goalie's been very good. 29 saves tonight. I will tell you that at least one goal and probably four. But and quality was the shot on goal. Not cool, but it from way out. As precious seconds that clock is becoming LP's best. He's coming up with a puck that time for Faribault as Simon hustling back. 3.54 to go. Right, 3.48 to go as Albert Lee and Faribault. Nobody able to gain control of the puck. And now here comes Faribault toward the Albert Lee zone. Getting knocked down.
Vacation is on the topics. Dollar Clancy Apple there. And leaving Chase is running. Looked like he did some pain. I think got the goal. Get the call here. Things are getting tight. Well, they dropped the puck, and they were supposed to drop the puck, I guess. Scoring for Farewell at 14.05 in the third period. Number eight, Tommy Crimson. Yeah. Number 11, Brody Redding.
Falcons on raise aboard. Good one comes up. We're under two minutes to go. Overlease hanging on to a two to one lead. Hart gains control. They'll send it behind him to Coomzee. There's a minute 47 to go. Don't want to spend much time in your own zone. Hart, rather. Hart gets knocked to the ice from behind. Trying to get it. I don't think they called one or did they? No. They empty the net again to the first and Earl's not going to get on the ball, but I won't do it. And who? Just said, dude. 19 seconds ago. Seconds ago. It's the third of the two. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love Three to one, the final score by Bobby Stacks is service of eight to block. Offices in Fairmore, it's not. 
Every part counts at Amesbury Truist. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Three to one is your final score. Here are the stats. I'll try to do this quickly. I was trying to look up the stats on goal. Fairboy's 33 total, 21 total for Albert Lee. That means Albert Lee had eight in the third period, and Faribault in the third period had 13. Shots on goal, first period seven for Faribault, 13 in the second, 13 in the third. Albert Lee, eight in the first, five in the second, eight in the third. Final score, three to one, Albert Lee. Faribault's only goal came at the 14.05 mark. It was Kunze scoring. Tommy picking up his, uh, let's see if I can find that here real quick. He had his fourth goal of the season. Kunze, he was assisted by Linneman, who picks up his 10th uh, assist of the year. In the all-time assist leader, just keeps tacking on more there. And the other assist was doled out to Brody Redding, his sixth of the season. That was the only goal scored by the Faribault Falcons tonight as they lose this one. They had three power plays, were unable to connect for any goals in the power plays and end up losing by a score of 3-1. to one. Faribault Falcons dropped two. A record of one and four in the Big Nine. As I'm trying to find my Big Nine standings here again. And they're eluding me, as always. Everything eludes me. Well, what happened to them? I certainly didn't throw them away. It's unbelievable. Where'd they go? I don't see any papers on the floor, do you? <laughs> I have no clue what happened to them. And they were right here. Here we go. The uh, Faribault Falcons go to 1-4 and four in the conference. They drop to 3-8 and eight overall. And the Elberly Tigers pick up their first win in the league. And I do believe it is a two-point game, and this is wrong, they had them with no wins and one tie on the season, which would have given them one point in the standings. So they would have three now with a two-point game with the Albert Lee Tigers. Faribault still ahead of them in the standings with four points. So that's that. We'll have all the scores from tonight from around the Big Nine tomorrow on our show, our, you know, our First United Bank look at sports, 7.50 every Monday through Friday at 7.50. We run down all kinds of information. We try our best to get all the scores locally. If they're not sent to us, we can't share them with you. If they're not available on the Internet, we can't share them with you. So please let us know. 
We want to report all the scores. Faribault Falcon girls basketball team is in Winona tonight. The boys basketball team is at home against Winona tonight. The gymnastics team is at a meet in Casson tomorrow night. The swimmers are going up against Albert Lee at Faribault High School, even as I speak. And the What's the other team in that? Oh, the wrestling team is up, I think, in a quadrangular in Woodbury, if I'm not mistaken. And we'd love to get lots of people to come to Jana's for our coaches show on Saturdays. Last week we had four wrestlers outstanding conversation with those four. It's available for you to listen to on our website, kdhlradio.com. Under the Radio On Demand tab, go into the Faribault Coaches Show, and you'll find that there. We'll wrap things up right after this. Faribault Foods has been a pillar of the Faribault community since 1895 and the leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods that are dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. Keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes' beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos, and butter kernel vegetables as a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, Visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. H&R Block offices in Oatana, Faribault, and Lakeville remind you now is the time to get your paperwork in order for tax season. Book your appointment at one of the offices where in-person or drop-off filing is available. No computer program can ask every single possible tax question. The tax professionals in Lakeville, Faribault, and Oatana average 10 years experience, and you can request the same preparer every year. File your way at H&R Block offices in Faribault, Oatana, and Lakeville. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Since the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Oatana home. We work hand-in-hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Oatana's rich history and all that Oatana has to offer. Big thank you to Federated Insurance H and Bottle Offices tonight from the Faribault Arena. Again, the final score for the final time. And a reminder, FCTV did tape tonight. It'll be available for you to watch on uh, FCTV. So make sure you do that. And we have this recorded in our GameCast folder on our website. Uh, The audio portion is in the GameCast folder on our website. If you want to listen, let's say you had to Leave for a few minutes and you missed the exciting part when Faribault scored. It looked like they might come back. You can listen to that part, you know, only that part if you want to, instead of the whole game. The Tigers defeat the Faribault Falcons. Faribault again outshoots Albert Lee 
33 to 21. Tomorrow night, boys basketball. Kenyon Wanamingo at New Richland, Heartland, Ellendale, Geneva will begin at 7. 7.15 is the tip-off. And on Saturday afternoon at 3, we'll start at 2.45. The Carlton Knights are in Moorhead to take on the Concordia Coppers. Till next time, this is Gordy Cosell. We're going to send it back to the KDHL studios for some terrific classic country. Have a 